While father joined all four of the girls at the table, Tilda shuffled into the room and set a tea tray down on the mahogany table. She'd served the Sinclair family for ten years, and Kat would never forget how lovingly Tilda had cared for mother until mother's death eight years ago. Tilda poured hot apple cider into the china cups and straightened up slowly. Cat lifted her cup and took in a deep breath, inhaling the fragrant steam, then took a lemon bar from the platter and passed the tray to Ida. Her rule will be short-lived, Ida squared her shoulders. I'll have my title and crown back next Sunday. My girls are headstrong, even while being fair flowers. Father lifted his cup with finely kept hands. That's what helped me survive losing your mother. After a drink of cider, he returned his cup to the table. I have news, girls, and I'm counting on that independent spirit of yours. While Cat considered what kind of news would have Father counting on their independence, she swallowed the last bite of lemon cookie. What kind of news, Father? Nell asked the question before Cat could get it out. My job here is being terminated in May of the coming year. That's awful. Vivian's empty cup clinked against the saucer. They can't do that. Nell frowned at Vivian's pessimism, a battle Nell and Vivian engaged in often. You'll find something soon, Father, she said. I'm just sure of it. Nell's right. Cat couldn't believe she'd said that. Her father had worked for Wyatt Locomotive for as long as she could remember, and there weren't many other prospects here in Portland. May is still eight months away. You'll probably find something even better by then. She hoped her voice sounded more optimistic than she felt. Vivian scooted back her chair and folded her arms in a huff. It makes no difference how much time they've given you. You've given them much more. Well... They haven't let me go entirely, he said, letting out a sigh. They've offered me a job overseeing their locomotive engineers in Paris. Nell gasped and Vivian shrieked. Sassy jumped off Vivian's lap and scurried for cover. Cat sat still, stunned. Father was taking a job in France. While most writers might find a place like Paris exotic and alluring, Cat didn't. She liked living in Maine. Portland had been their home all her life. This was where Mother lived and died. Ida pinched the bridge of her nose, signaling one of her headaches was coming on. I can't leave Portland, Father. I'm only halfway through my secretarial course here. Yes, he said. I've thought about that. The clock began to chime, and Father waited for the fourth and final chime to sound before he continued speaking. This house belongs to the company, he said, pressing his hand against the arm of his chair. They are only providing me with a one-room apartment in Paris. The niggle in Cat's stomach fast became a churning. She couldn't believe that Father was leaving them behind— At nearly nineteen, she should be ready for this, but with their mother gone, he was all they had left. You're leaving us here? 
Nell asked, her voice shallow. I don't get to go to Paris, Vivian whispered. Father rose from his chair and strolled to the fireplace. Pulling Mother's picture off the mantel, he stared at it, as if drawing strength from her. I have to do this, he said. I don't see any other way. Her father looked so forlorn that Cat almost stood up to give him a hug. She didn't like it, but she knew the decision to take the job had to be as difficult for him as it was for them. We'll be fine, father. I know you will, Cat. I have faith in each one of you. Your mother did a fine job of raising you to be exceptional young women. Father returned the photograph to the mantel. I need to know that you four will be well cared for until I returned.